Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car Our advice you could go far Fuck things up and we make mistakes Talk about our sexy dates It's getting hard for this to Welcome to episode 43 of the Bedhoppers podcast. Mrs. H is looking frightened because I started speaking quicker than she thought. I am Mr. H. She is Mrs. H. We are here together. Can she not speak for herself now? No, no. I, the, the mere surprise of me starting much earlier than you anticipated, whilst not a shock to you, <laughs> was was uh, enough to, to bound you into silence. You were straight out of the, uh, the starting gates there. Be gone, talking creature. I'm sorry. Do you want to repeat everything I say in a different voice? I didn't. You didn't say "be gone, foul creature." No, I didn't. Well, I said something about starting gates. Gates. Well, anyway. Well, what are you even talking about? I don't know. Are you awake? Yes, I'm awake. Yes, <laughs> it is a Wednesday night. Yes, and we're watching some kind of Teenage Mutant yes. Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the heroes in a half shell. And now I just want pizza. Turtle power. <laughs> Nice. Um, it's not a grand film by any stretch of the imagination, is it? It's no. the, the sort of... Uh, I don't think Michael Bay directed it. I think he was involved. Um, I think you just like that Megan Fox woman. I mean, she do. But, <laughs> she do. But I'd be more interested in meeting the actual turtles if they were yeah, real. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. I'd um, be more interested in eating a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging around with Bebop and Rocksteady. Who are they? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> They're not, not in this film. They're in the other film. They're the rhino oh, and the warthog. Oh, I know who they are now. It's those turtles. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember those two. Those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back to the uh, lifestyle show of reverence. <laughs> I might be the reverend of reverence. Indeed. <laughs> so, fuck ton of stuff's been going on. Yeah. Right? Is that the technical measurement? Or? Fuck ton of fuck ton. stuff. Yep. yep. An industrial fuck tongue. An, a metric <laughs> fuck tongue. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, we've got the Queen stamp of approval on the, the, the measurement. Yep. Yeah. An imperial fuck tongue. <laughs> imperial metric tongue. I don't know. All How right. does it work? Well, a lot of stuff. Yeah, stuff's been happening. Yeah. Uh, what have we been doing? Well, uh, actually, before we get into that, let's talk about uh, what's coming up. All right. work all backwards. What's coming up? Oh my god, um, we This is quite are... funny, gentle listeners, while she searches the back what? of her memory for what's coming up. I've actually got it written down in front of me, but she can't see it. Nobody's you ever been this clever. scoundrel. I wasn't allowed any notes. You were allowed so... notes, you just didn't fucking write any. Well, I don't look at notes anyway. But oh, now I've just got to remember. Look at them. What are you remembering? <laughs> now I've got to remember what's happening. Alright, we're going to Landon Town. Landon? Yeah. There's other worst pies in Landon. <laughs> So going back to Landon. Going back to Landon. We haven't told people about going to Landon. All right, well, we are now. All right, so we went Landon, and then we're going back to Landon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's in like two days. So technically, we'll have been to Landon All right. twice. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that doesn't help. We'll cover that <laughs> next week or next time or whenever it is. But we've got another show coming out. I'm not too sure, really. Well, you asked me what was happening and I told you. So, you Landon. Yeah. All right, okay. So on the 13th of April, we're going to Vanilla Alternative. All right, yeah. Yes. See, you're good. You have a list. I, I do, but I knew that off the top of my head. It's about the only date that I have in my head. So All right. If, if you yeah. if you want to come and meet us, you, you just go there. Unless you live like far away, um, across water, in which case. Well, probably... like the Isle of Wight. No. <laughs> in which case, you probably can't come and see us. Don't you call me that? <laughs> you which can't. is a shame, you know. Well, you could come and see us. Well, you could, because if you lived in Australia, uh-huh. right. We're we're going to like some meet and greet thing. Yeah, we on might the be going to Australia. We we talked about it like yeah, a little bit, a bit. So we're doing that <laughs> in May. We're going to Singapore. Yeah, stopping there for so a couple pretty of days. Much all of May we're in Australia. You see the lovely Kate and Daryl. Singapore, and then we're going to Australia. Yes, I think that's how they pronounce it. Yep, Australia. 
And I'm going to see some spiders and snakes. And lions and tigers. Wait, no. And bears. There's no bears in Australia. Oh my. Shut up. You're just winding me up. There are bears in Australia. Look, we're not going to get into this There now are because... bears in Australia. Oh, no. What sort of bears are they? <laughs> oh, wait. Koala bears. There we go. Oh, I I my God. I, I can't believe I forgot that. I'm not sure that they're technically bears. Well... Are they marsupials or something? I don't know. Well, we look kind of cute. It means they sit around having cans of Heinz. <laughs> marsupials. I like the look of them, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay, good. Yes. Koala bears. Yes. <laughs> they also have lions. Well... I'm just focusing on the fact we're going to Australia and we're going to... Do they really have lions? I don't know. Stop asking me silly questions that you know I'm going to struggle with. That's okay. So uh, what else is coming up? Oh, we've got to say um, happy birthday to Lord Voldemort. Oh, yes. So we mentioned him a couple of episodes back Mm -hmm. and uh, we're going out for his birthday. Yeah. Which would be nice. It would be really lovely. Yes, I believe we're doing that on the... Oh, we won't reveal the other birthday. Day. Yeah, <laughs> another day. So, uh, yeah, happy birthday to you. Yep. Uh, you were born in a zoo and something, something monkeys and you looked like one too. All right. You never heard that? No. What? what I, you, no, Did you I not haven't. have friends as a child? <laughs> or, slash enemies? I was pretty lonely, but I don't remember this. Oh. All by myself. <laughs> I remember maybe some rhyme about squashed tomatoes and, stew. and poo or stew yeah. or something. You were born in a zoo. Uh, right. Yeah. Clearly I don't remember all of it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember it very well. It's just, just there. I, uh-huh. you know, I think someone posted it on Facebook or something other at some point. Anyways, uh, moving swiftly on. We are a bit fucking knackered at the moment uh, since we are recovering from another... A couple of late mm-hmm. nights over the course of the weekend. It's like a trend, isn't it? It is a little bit of a trend. Yeah. We did, though, get to see the lounge kittens. They were amazing. They were really cool. So if you've not heard of them, um, look them up on Spotify or YouTube. Lounge kittens. They are pretty sexy ladies. I I would. And the guy, the guy in front of us at the gig when we went to see them was very, very, very keen on um, the lounge kitten who had short shaved hair. Short mm-hmm. shaved hair, anyway. Um, who was just wearing a sequiny bra? Yeah, and he kept zooming in on her and taking pictures of just her chest. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It really wasn't that cool. Yeah, um, but you know, I. I it's like you dirty old man. <laughs> I know. I wasn't staring at them at all. Really? Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it was a good show. Really Ooh. enjoyed it. It was a Christmas present, I think, from you. Yes, um, it was. It was very nice. I enjoyed it. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, and now go seek them out, for they are very lovely mm-hmm. and cool and pretty sexy too. They are. And they do good covers of funny songs. Lots of um, cool 80s medleys. They did an 80s cartoon medley. They did a Pokemon one. With with well, See, I have a slight issue with this, because I don't think Pokemon was around in the 80s. I think it was like 92 that Pokemon descended on us. I was pretty happy to see pretty ladies singing Pokemon. Pretty women. <laughs> They did um, the mysterious cities of gold they did. and mask mm-hmm. and gummy bears and thundercats. And thundercats. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was. Yeah, I was. So three sexy ladies singing lounge cover versions of children's eighties hits, mm. well, including now you just Transformers. Can't stand up, so, yeah, you know, I. Uh, you, you need to move on before you just spaff get out of control. <laughs> could just, just spaff everywhere. Yeah, so I was. I was quite it's happy. Like five hundred. <laughs> I'm a, like full mask right now. <laughs> I don't know why John C. Riley felt flashed us. Has he joined us for the podcast? He has, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> You're like a cross between Fergie and Jesus. I can't even look at you right now. <laughs> so um, that's been uh, what we've got coming up. A little bit about what we've been up to. Um, we've had some more guests staying with us, but mm. we're not going to talk about it in this episode. We'll probably cover that in another one. All right. All right, good. So we've managed to waffle on for nearly 10 minutes without really <laughs> revealing about what this episode is about. And what is it about? What is it about? Do tell. I will tell thee. I'll tell you all about it, shall I? I will maintain the big smile on my face while you do that then. Really? It's not just the <laughs> smile on your face. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so uh, last week we, we trailed it. Trailed it? Yeah, like oh. a trailer. Right, as in you gave people um, a bit of a spoiler about what we were going to talk about. Oh, I think you did. I didn't. Did you I? blurted that shit out as quickly as you. I might have done. Yeah. Right. Fine. <laughs> so this week we're going to talk about an MFM. Mm. Mighty fucking man. 
<laughs> well, I got it really wrong at first because I was just... You were calling it a what? I might have said an MMF and then... Mm, bop! <laughs> um, What's the difference, wife? Tell me. Tell me, oh, please. God. All right, you tell me this. So, an MFM is male, female, male. Is that right? What's the significance of that? As in it's two... Oh, Guys, God. one cup? No. As in it's uh, two guys with a woman. As yeah. opposed to... Oh, let me get this right. When I said MMF, would that be too... Um... Yeah, I can really tell how much you're straining <laughs> oh, because you're like dragging your words out. <laughs> would that be... Uh, all right. <clears throat> Do you want to clarify for me? No. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Oh, you hate me so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh. It doesn't mean I like you, though. Well, long story short, we, we had an MFM. <laughs> oh, great. So for anyone that doesn't know what that is... I just said it's um, two males What is the significance of an MFM versus an MMF? The men MMF. don't interact with each other. There we go. Hey. So an MMF, it's... The men would interact as well as... The women. Yes, yes, but in an MFM, the mm -hmm. men don't interact with each other. They just right. interact with the woman. <clears throat> yes. There we go. That took, why did that take me... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> took me seconds. It's been a long week. The clocks have gone forward. We're really tired. The clocks really did go forward. Yeah, they really did. So, um, about the MFM, right? So, you've wanted an MFM. Yeah, and now I just want M&Ms. But anyway... <laughs> Well, I have I thought is later day stuff has been really overrated. Like the Slim Shady era was much better. Oh no, I love Eminem. What the new stuff? Mm, maybe one or two, but nah. See, I didn't. And you've segued again. No. I have been keen on an MFM scenario. <laughs> <laughs> like, why don't we just call it the single guy scenario? Yes, let's do that. The SGS. That's so much easier, right? The SGS. No, don't give it another acronym. Crap running. <laughs> so I've been keen on the single guy scenario. Mm-hmm. And when we initially entered this lifestyle, yeah, I think it was probably up there with one of my um, wish lists, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but we, we didn't really go there for quite a while because, frankly, I just didn't think you'd ever get to a stage where you could kind of cope with it. Fair? We don't know that we have yet. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about it. Well, we, we, we can do it now. <laughs> we'll get to that bit soon. So what was so exciting about it for you? What What was the... Before we um, proceed with what actually happened... Mm -hmm. um, Even why does the concept appeal to me so much? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I'm inherently greedy. Well, that I'm really, see. really quite selfish sometimes when it comes to being... Wanting to be centre of attention. Mm -hmm. And... I really, really loved the idea of being the centre of attention with two nice men, mm -hmm. and having, um, and having the kind of control over how a scenario played out. And I appreciate in your head sometimes a lot of fantasies are better than they are in reality. And this could well have been one of those situations where you build something up in your head, and the fantasy is is really great, mm. and then in reality, it might not quite, um, it might not quite tick all the boxes that your fantasy does. It may not have done. It may not have done. <clears throat> but I was prepared to give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> You're willing to take the risk. So I think entering a lifestyle, it wasn't it definitely wasn't something that I was really bent out of shape over and like really seeking out. And if we never did it, it's not an issue. Mm -hmm. But it's it's something that always appealed to me. Okay. And why do you think we've not done it before? So you like to be involved. And in terms of your involvement, it's probably fair to say that the amount of attention you might receive in that scenario would be um, maybe less focal than it would be in a four-way situation. Perhaps. I think that's yeah. fair. I think that's fair. I mean, I demand nothing less than 180% <laughs> of the attention of the room. And you would be sharing me with like another guy as opposed to you being able to get um, the same amount of attention in a four-way. a four -way. Four way. Or two females and you. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's fair enough. I think for me... It, I and think maybe it... jealousy might come into it. Okay. So I think for me it's been... It is a bit of that. I think there is a level of... Actually, the way in which we've played has been very much balanced attention. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you do play with the ladies, assuming it's the right lady. Yeah. Um, so in a situation where it might be two ladies and me, um, there is, I think, an equal level of attention. Yeah. Um, but I think with a, a single guy, my worry's always been that I, I won't get that attention and that'll probably spark off a level of jealousy, mm-hmm. I think. And that's by, I think, by we've been a bit cautious with, with going down that route. I think the other thing is, is actually that, that it requires a level of effort. Now, it's not particularly in my interest to look for it. <laughs> and you don't particularly look on the sites either. No, and plus, I haven't really invested much um, effort into looking for it either because I just put it to the back of my mind and thinking it's not a priority. Well, I think there's that. And I think there's also that, that the single guys that we have encountered haven't really been particularly up to scratch. They haven't been great. No, so no. I think as a result, it's not been high up on the agenda because I tend to be the person manning our stuff, <laughs> um, I'm not particularly looking for it. No. Um, and it's a, I find it a lot harder to judge who, who you like. And I've got better at that over the, the last couple of years, but it's still a, a, a tough call. So really it's kind of, I think, that's down to you a little bit to drive a bit more if you're really interested in that. And, and as a result, I don't think it's really cropped up. Yeah, that's and fair. Certainly the, the single guys we've met at the clubs... Well, some of them have been nice to chat to, there's never been any sort of real attraction, I don't think, that you you seem to have displayed. No, that's fair. And also, there are people that I wouldn't necessarily think you would be able to put a level of trust in either. Mm, I think, and that's that's really difficult, is that, you know, I'm trusting someone with, with <laughs> you know, my second favourite lady of the house, <laughs> Arthur Yoko. <laughs> Yeah, that's a big deal, right? Yeah, it's, you know, and I just don't give my dog to anybody. <laughs> or you. <laughs> so, and like, like I said before, you won't share pizza, let alone, you know, your wife of another dude. Yeah, exactly that. So <laughs> I think for me, the, the, the concept of that was quite quite difficult. So we we had a visitor. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. We, we had the delightful Bradford from Bye Bye podcast. Very special guy. Um, very special guy, um, who we've we've done a, a crossover episode, and we you know we're, we've yeah. mentioned them a number of times. Um, Bradford is is perhaps most famous for being the first man in the lifestyle <laughs> outside of myself to make you come. Yep, that's fair. And he just so happened to be away, mm-hmm. and was able to pop in for a weekend because normally he's in Australia. Yeah, so we were um, lucky enough to welcome him to the UK. And give them a little tour. So nice. Yeah. And going in, we we didn't know if we were playing. No. There was no expectation whatsoever. It was just nice to see him. It it was fucking lovely to see him, to be honest. Mm. It was great. So I was lucky enough to to spend some time with him while you were out and about, which is really cool. And I toured him around our our city and fed him as many drinks as we could (laughs) find with. Um, And then what was supposed to be a quiet night ended up in sort of 3am karaoke <laughs> Larry singing and yeah yeah um which was which was amazingly fun and then on the the second day we we headed into London and we'd booked a an apartment hadn't we yeah a serviced apartment and a couple of like fun things to go and do around London yeah so we booked the London dungeon yeah <laughs> and and we we went and got uh, oh we took him to a secret bar as well secret speakeasy bar yeah so where you had cool. to had to tell someone that you were here to see a certain thing and then they yeah. take you through the fridge and that That's was kind of cool. Yeah, cocktails were a bit shit in there yeah, though. Yeah, but we found some other nice cocktails so it's all good. So we had a really, really good day with him. A really good weekend in fact. And it was a Pokemon day for me. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you got to be the very best like no one ever was. Look, like I was ever going to let an episode go by where I didn't mention Pokemon. By the way, if you still haven't sent Mrs. H your bank for Pokemon... <laughs> Fuck off! We don't need any more. She doesn't need any more yeah, presents. Yeah, I do. I need all of them. No, she doesn't need to level up. You're just going to stay at the level that you're nope. at and cruise. <laughs> it's fine. You'll be okay. Anyway. Anyway, so we went to the dungeons, London dungeons, and that's um, like a an attraction, isn't it? And it's yeah. it's not like a kinky thing. No. <laughs> yeah, just, we should taste the should... It is generally a touristy attraction. Yeah, it is. And it was it was quite funny because we'd had a few drinks before we went in, which did <laughs> ease it a bit. There was a lot of acting. I think the cocktails added a lot to the experience. I think what, what Bradford and I particularly enjoyed was when you got carted off and put in a cage and oh, we all no, had to I leave the room. Lo- I looked locked up. <laughs> 
like in the first little room we went in. I was like, for God's sake, you locked then, me up in a cell. And then they picked on you and, the, and then this <laughs> yeah. woman had to say, praise be to Mrs. Prayers H. for me. Prayers oh. for Mrs. H. Um, and then you got splattered on with some guts. Yep. Lovely. Yeah, so overall it was I a... I got pr- all the interactions. Yeah, you, you had all the interactions, <laughs> which does lead us on into the evening. Yeah. So how did you feel going into the evening? Because we did have a chat with Bradford and we, we were aware by this point yeah. that there might be some play potential on the table. Okay, well, even at that point, I didn't want to take anything for granted that it was going to happen. <clears throat> didn't go in with any kind of... Um, hopes or expectations that you know this this was how the night was going to play out. I just wanted it to be a kind of fluid, nice. You in- wanted lots of fluid, <laughs> a nice interaction of a day where we just hung out and just see what happened. Yeah, I didn't want to kind of engineer anything or trying to coerce any kind of like action because I just wanted it to be a free flowing, nice day. Yeah, and it really was. It, and to be to be fair, if nothing at all had happened, I still would have been super happy. Yeah. I have to say. Yeah. It's a great day and a really fun night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right then. So we'll come back next week and we'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> However, by the time we got into the evening, um, we were all pretty knackered anyway because we'd been like stomping around London all stomping day. Stomping around London and we were up to drinks. ridiculous o'clock and up early to go yeah. to London. So it was kind of a... We were all a bit tired. Yeah, but... Equally, it was a nice level of tired where yeah. we were just glad to be back in a kind of place where we could chill out and have a glass of wine. Yeah, and that, and that was really nice. Now, one thing I, I did note, and it, I, I did point this out to both you of did. you, is that so you and Bradford were sat on one sofa, yep. all curled up, and I was sat on another sofa by myself. Yeah, and again, that wasn't engineered. It was, again, just circumstantial because I think you'd gone to get changed or something and we both just happened to sit down on the same sofa to wait for you to come back. And before I knew it, I got comfy and I was just sitting on my settee nice and chilled. Or curled up. <laughs> I go for a shit and I come back <laughs> and you two have moved in together. Fucking he terrifying. Is, that man is very tactile. He, you think? Yeah. He's very tactile. And he's just really nice to kind of be around. And yeah, it's a natural sort of a way to be around. I him. agree. If you'd have taken a shit, I'd have probably been cuddling it. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So, and I did point this out because I don't think that there's anyone else that I'd quite trust like that. And I'll tell you now, there's no one else I probably would have even sat with in that way. And I think if it's with another couple, it's it's a little bit different because you both have a level of, have that, yeah. of of attention and and intimacy. But actually, in this situation, I I kind of just realised I was like, what? Hang on, they're sat over there together, <laughs> and and I was okay. My mind didn't go completely melty out my head. No. Um, I didn't throw or flip a table at all. And it was actually... No, you had a glass of wine and chilled out with us. Yeah. I had some crisps. It was quite good. <laughs> so I, I think that was the first sort of lev- sort of moment where I was actually... At the, I'm fairly comfortable with this. Yeah. Um, and, and, and in particular with Bradford. But Would you have been comfortable telling us you weren't happy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, d- I, I would definitely tell you if I was Well, unhappy. I think you would too, but <clears throat> equally you... It's worth kind of like knowing how you feel about, do I want to break up this nice kind of vibe we all have going on? If I was really uncomfortable, I would just lob my glass of wine over there. <laughs> like, all right, put her fucking down or put him down. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So it, it was interesting because I, 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 it just didn't pass my mind to, to feel particularly jealous. And it wasn't really until I realised that, and we'd been sat there for a good sort of mm. half an hour, where I was like, "Hang on a second. <laughs> Um And that was, and that was fine. I didn't have any any problems. Yeah. I suspect had that gone all night, I'd have probably got chitty on about it. But... Yeah, but I, it, in my mind, it was only ever a kind of temporary thing in a way. Whilst we were waiting for you to come back, you sitting on a sofa is never a temporary <laughs> thing. I can make it into like hours long. You bed down for a few hours, yeah. <laughs> Just, just, just my famous sofa sitting. Exactly. <laughs> so then, what happened, wife? Well, I can't quite remember who suggested it, but we decided to go into one of the bedrooms. We had two bedrooms, mm-hmm. and both bedrooms had a TV in there, I think. And someone suggested we move into the bedroom where we could just be comfy. I think you'll find that might have been me. Was it? Yeah. How cunning. <laughs> Always be escalating. <laughs> 
which I was really delighted about because, again, my mind was still, although it was racing a little bit at this point, I thought, oh, okay. I think you clapped your hands together. <laughs> but again, I have to say I would have still been comfortable if it had, again, ended there and everyone had just chilled out in the bed. Mm. It was still really nice. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna give away one, one little bit here. Okay. And then I'm going to let you talk about it, all right? All and right. Describe what happened. <laughs> Okay. Are you? Yeah. I'm going to give the most important detail. Oh, my God. There was a television in there. I put the TV on. <laughs> and all three of us were universally, <laughs> gloriously happy that Cabin in the Woods was on. Yeah. <laughs> we were all, oh, my God, I love this film. This is amazing. Yes. It yeah. was like a, a, a further reaffirmation that we, we, we were all the same people. We were all on the same page. We were on we were the same page. The people we want to be hanging around. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Right, tell us what happened, Mike. Oh my goodness. All right. So that was really nice because we curled up on the bed together. I was in the middle, which made Greedy me really happy. Girl. <laughs> and I remember thinking, this is so chilled out and nice, just sitting on a comfy bed watching a great film with a nice glass of red with my amazing husband on one side and the lovely Bradford on the other side. You're pretty much your husband's twin. I was like, yeah. in many ways, happy as the proverbial pig and shit. <laughs> yeah. Then what, then what happened? Well, we sat there maybe for a little bit of time, just watching a bit of a film and having a glass of wine, and it wasn't any talking particularly. It was just, it was just nice. We just, we didn't have to talk. We didn't have to do anything. We just chilled out mm -hmm. um i think we were all wearing kind of i was wearing a t-shirt maybe and you guys were just wearing some boxer shorts maybe i think so yeah so the three of us just chilled out really happily for a little bit, bit of time mm -hmm. and then kind of before i knew it i noticed that both of you uh, <laughs> had your hands on my legs and I don't know if it was like simultaneous, but I suddenly looked down and realised that both of you were just kind of gently, absent-mindedly paying me attention in a nice kind of slow way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what made me really happy was that there wasn't a kind of, right, one of you would stand up and kind of strip off or, or escalate it in a kind of perfunctory way mm -hmm. it was just really gentle and nice and natural yeah and it didn't and i kept checking in with you like by sneaking little glances at you to see if you were okay uh, and i already knew kind of going into it how you felt because you kind of briefed me beforehand how you you felt about him yeah so i was feeling relatively comfortable at this stage that if anything was wrong i would definitely be able to read signs and yep. I know in the past I've not been great at sometimes communicating non-verbally with you. No, or so, even verbally. <laughs> so this time I was really, really conscious. I wanted to be aware of any changes in your body language. Or... I had a klaxon on the side of the bed just in case I needed to tell you. <laughs> or how you might have been feeling. And yeah. I know you wouldn't have wanted to kind of upset him by stopping something verbally and making a scene. So I was just watching out for any little signs that you weren't okay. Mm-hmm. Um, very quickly yeah you were smiling like a <laughs> motherfucker well at that point i was like okay this is great this is going really well no one seems to be uh, upset in any way no and we were all taking things really nice and slowly everything just seemed to go at a, a great pace yeah and i felt really really comfortable with both of you um and then okay so i'm not going to get too graphic and porny here you can get a bit graphic and porny <laughs> i want to hear this story what happened well you were there <laughs> you tell it this is your show dear oh wow um just okay. this one <laughs> one out of 43 ain't bad <laughs> welcome to my wife at a porno <laughs> <laughs> so all right well what what then happened was pretty much how i played things out in my head i think previously when i thought about how I feel this played like down. a game now in that a role that was played in that I had some specific scenarios in my head of what I would have wanted from this MFM scenario mm -hmm. okay and what was in your MFM 
I think you might have described it as skiing, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think everything that I wanted was very much selfishly centered around me being the center of attention. Is that not how you live your life? No, it is not. Because that's how I go around day to day. Well, it may well be, but I mean, you go around with your own themes, June. Yeah, it's awesome. So for me, this was a bit of a relevant vessel. I'm not normally in these situations prone to be giving kind of instructions or being very explicit about what I wanted. And on this occasion, I felt super comfortable in telling you what I wanted. Yeah. And it felt really sexy to do that. Mm -hmm. And from what I could read of your body language, you seemed really reciprocal to that. Yeah. And you were almost like... This is great. My wife is telling me sort of things that she doesn't kind of normally verbalise in situations like this. Mm-hmm. So I, I I liked that and that appealed to me. Yeah. So that worked for me and we went through a number of different positions and what have you that I really wanted to try. And you were both very amenable. Okay. Like what? <laughs> Come on. Oh, God, they've got such horrible terms. Uh, a spit roast? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh you know I don't like some of the terminology. No, I know. So this is uncomfortable for me to say. It. <laughs> I think you did love a, a double cock wank. That I think that was skiing, skiing as you call it. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've ever seen you smile so much during a sexy time. Yeah, I really liked that. Like, in fact, we took a photo of that. You did. <laughs> we did take a photo of that, and it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, all right, might be a bit stereotypical, but I wanted I wanted to do that. So That's, you seem did. to enjoy it quite. Yeah, a lot. and then kind of we just went into like a number of different kind of variations on a theme. Then with yeah. kind of either me lying down and one or both of you standing kind of over me or around me and that kind of thing, and we just moved around into like different kind of angles and positions until everything came to a happy end. <laughs> well, there we go. Well, there we go. Is that relatively non-pornographic? Uh, yeah, I think people will want more porn. Oh, out of really? It, frankly, How could yeah. you get more porn? You could describe what happened. I did. Only mm. in the loosest sense. All right. <laughs> Although, having heard you describe plots of movies, <laughs> I know that this, this explains so much to you now. Yes, it, it does explain a lot. So, Mrs. H, for those of you who have never heard this sort of story before, will tell you if you ask her to explain the plot of Ghostbusters, she will tell you that um, <laughs> literally line by line as to what happens. Like it starts in a library and it... I explain it chronologically yes. as to how it happens in the film. It, you wouldn't say it's a plot about um, four guys who get together uh, in order to capture and fight ghosts and save New York City. <laughs> no, Mrs H will tell you, well, it starts in a library, then there's a ghost, then there's books flying everywhere. Oh, no, 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 there's also some filing cabinets exactly as well. That. And then what happens is this woman's reading a book and the woman looks up. No, no, she doesn't look up yet. <laughs> then a ghost turns up. No, 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 no. She looks up, then there's a ghost, then the ghost makes it... And, and I that... think what you'll find is I give extremely thorough reviews. It's not films. a review, it's a detail, it's a chronicling of the film. <laughs> <laughs> But you've done neither in this situation, so that's absolutely fine. So I think I've covered what we kind of did. Okay. I mean, I don't. What I don't want to do is is make this into. I don't want to devalue the situation by talking pornographically about some of the things that I'd like to keep as a memory. Okay. No, that's fine. Does that make sense? No, that's fine. I don't want to cheapen it. Don't want to cheapen it. No. Okay. Because it was a really, it genuinely was a really special experience for me. It was. And not something I necessarily go out and immediately try and replicate for somebody else because I don't think I'd get anything like the same experience. God damn it, you're answering my questions now. <laughs> so, I'm what sorry. would you do again? Uh, <laughs> now, you know what? I wouldn't rush to go out and do it again with someone else. Would it the, depend the on the person? It, yes, it would depend on the person. And the reason this um, scenario meant so much to me is because. A, I knew you were super comfortable with him, mm-hmm. and that meant a, a huge amount to me. Yeah. It really did mean so much to me that you felt comfortable enough with him. Yeah. So that's great. And I don't think we'd necessarily find that level of comfort and trust with somebody else that readily. No, I don't think so. So it kind of was a little bit of a, a one-off uh, perfect storm, you know, but all the moons aligned and we found someone who's just, just perfect for us. Yeah. Don't think we'd uh, be able to find that as easily if we went looking. No. 
it, I think it would take a, a a good investment of time. Yeah. And often we're we're fairly time short. So in in this case, we had a a great relationship with him in advance, mm-hmm. but we also were able to deepen that. Well, well, we caught up with him again, I think, and that really helped because it yeah. just. I think there was such a level of trust between us all that I think we were all very comfortable with exactly with, with everything that went on. So, so you're, what you're saying then really is that that you you would do it again if that if that situation arose again. Mm-hmm. But in terms of I don't know going to a club, yeah, and it being like a single man night, I I just don't think we would find what we were looking for. So, and I'd worry a lot. I think that you weren't comfortable. Mm, but would you be comfortable? Not if I had any doubt in my mind that you weren't. Okay. And that would really spoil it for me. And I, okay. I wouldn't feel comfortable going into it for my own selfish needs. No, that's your... And as much as I was you keep being... your selfish needs out of this. <laughs> and as much as I was being very selfish on this occasion, it was almost a kind of, you'd given me that express permission to behave that way. Yeah. Within the boundaries of what we discussed. Mm-hmm. So it felt okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes yeah. sense. All right. So... In terms of, um, how did you feel at the end of it? Elated. Mm-hmm. Really, really elated. A bit fucking knackered. <laughs> really, really tired. Um, such an adrenaline rush that we'd, we just had a really great time with someone that meant a lot to us. Mm. Um, I think that made a huge difference. Very, 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 very loved up with you. I can't I'm pretty em- awesome. <laughs> I can't emphasise enough how... Awesome it was just to curl up with you and go to sleep afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Kitty. Thanks for wow. joining us. <laughs> My cat was really noisy there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I know we've talked before about the reconnection the following day, but on this occasion, it just felt it felt so much more. Uh, I felt so in love with you and I could, just couldn't wait to go home and get back into bed with you which is what we did which is exactly what we did yay because yeah. that's so important and it I think is. if you if you get a level of separation between the time that you can reconnect it it can really damage the experience yeah no, I yeah. agree I think the longer you leave it the worse yeah. it, the worse it can feel um, so what's better manicorn or unicorn <laughs> oh well, on this occasion, Manicorn won. Yes. However, um, I, as I've said, I think that purely and simply is because we managed to create a situation which was unusual. So regular unicorn versus regular <sighs> Manicorn. What would you prefer? Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably pick the unicorn because I, I, know that, I, I know that you would feel more comfortable. And I like women anyway, so it's all good. Yay! <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Okay. So, what was your what was your learning from it? What have you taken out? I think my learning from it is okay. Is maybe to accept that fantasies will probably always be um, better in your head because they they go a certain way. Yeah. And no matter how much you you seek to kind of replicate that, nothing will probably ever match up to kind of what you think about when you think about the situation you want to be in. Mm. But on this occasion, the reality was extremely close to that. Okay. Or as close as I think I was ever going to get it. I think as a as a first experience yeah. in, in this... We were tremendously lucky. Yeah, very lucky. And I, I wonder how often these experiences go well first time. Well, for us, never. Yeah. <laughs> for other people. Yeah. Well, you know, it'd be interesting. I think part of it, though, is all dependent on your approach. So if, mm. if you take things a little slower sometimes, like we do, then then I imagine that it going right is mm-hmm. it can be a bit few and far between. But it also could be luck of the draw. It could be, you know, if, you're, if your approach is totally rock up and mm. fuck up, then... It, you, your mindset's probably quite different mm-hmm. and it will probably go right for you, but mm, that situation wouldn't necessarily be right for us. I mean, I know in the past we've talked a little bit about some things which might be um, on a list of things we'd probably like to try at some point. Yeah. And I know, ironically, even though I'm not comfortable with you <clears throat> having anal with other ladies, mm. I would like to try DP at some point. Yeah. So this situation actually got me thinking, 
okay, this this probably is something that um, if we had longer and if you'd you know had a different level of comfort, maybe it would be quite easy to kind of get to that yeah. point as well. <laughs> <laughs> because again we've talked about dp being would have to be with someone that you trust implicitly yeah and also could share a level of kind of um humor with mm. there has to be a level of humor to because it. i think logistically it must be quite difficult to to get to a point where you successfully achieve a dp yeah that's true mm. interesting interesting she said how do you am i allowed to ask you a question yeah um how do you feel? That's actually my next question. You were going to ask yourself a question. Yeah. <laughs> I had written my own questions just in case this moment happened. Um, I I really enjoyed the experience. I think you're right. I think a large chunk of that comes down to the, the person um, themselves that we're with and the level of trust and friendship that we had there. I think I'm, I'm slightly more open to the overall concept. But to be fair, I think I wouldn't feel comfortable... So take the sofa thing, like if someone else did that, mm-hmm. I'd be like, fuck that, piss off. <laughs> but because I have such a level of trust with Bradford that I I, I was fine with it. Yeah. So it, I, I've not written the, the potential of doing that with other people off, but I think that the screening process would need to be fucking brilliant. <laughs> um, equally, though, I think there's been times when couples that we've played with have almost suggested that. Mm. And for me, sometimes if we've got a pre-existing relationship with them, that makes that a little bit easier. Yeah. So not necessarily something that's on the cards at the moment, mm-hmm. but something that could happen in the future. Yeah, I, I'm not absolutely opposed to it. Is it as fun as having another couple there? Absolutely not <laughs> for me. It was really wonderful to see how excited and how much you loved that. And I, I, I love seeing you so happy. That was great. Like um, Mr. H got his compersion tick straight away. Yeah, that was fun. he really did. But at the same point, I also know that it did stretch my level of how much interaction do I get. Yeah. So um, I, I think generally my preference would be to play with couples. Mm-hmm. And I think even over over having a unicorn, I think, um, just purely because there's that much more attention for everybody. Yeah. We like the pile, don't we? <laughs> the pile. Yeah. The shag pile, baby. <laughs> um, so yeah, so how do I feel about it overall? I was I was really pleased for you. I was really pleased that I managed to make it out alive, which is always good. <laughs> um, Me too. And... I, th- I think I'm just really thankful, actually, for that that whole experience. And you know, it's you know, Bradford, we owe you another solid for for this. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, I'm sure I'll pay it back to you uh, with something that we're we're going to bring with us to Australia. Wow. Okay. Well, he already knows about the thing we're bringing to Australia. It's fine. We don't have to tell him in any great detail. What are we bringing? You know, the thing. The thing. The thing. Okay. The... <laughs> <laughs> That thing. Okay. Right. The thing I sent him a picture of. Oh, yes. Right. All right. I All appreciate right. this is great podcasting. <laughs> so anyway, there's uh, some stuff we've got and we're going to give one of those things. All right. Yeah, there we go. Even the dog's sign now. This is terrible, <laughs> terrible showmanship and, wow. and show work. So apologies, folks. Um, but yes, I, I, I enjoyed it. I think I, um, it went as well as I could have imagined it went. Okay. Or it could have gone. Um, and I think that anybody else I might have might have felt uncomfortable at various yeah. points, or it would have really tested my boundaries. But actually, it didn't feel like like, like it was going to break me. Okay. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't anything where where I was going to be broken. And all those little bits, like the cabin in the woods stuff, like the day that we spent together, all that kind of stuff, really added up to a really mm-hmm. great. Actually, this is a really nice way to end the evening, to chill out, and you know, to send yeah. him on his way back to. Not back to or wherever he was going next. <laughs> so um, no, so that that's kind of how I felt. One of the things we didn't mention actually, which I have to mention now, is we went to a little bar, didn't we? And he did a magic trick for you. Oh, he did. Yes, I was. Uh, again, I was so amazed. And actually, I have I we, <laughs> I took a little video of Mrs H getting this this sort of magic trick <laughs> delivered to her with 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 some cards. And it is the funniest thing. <laughs> and and I, 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 I truly wish that I could share it with you listeners because um, the look on her face as how shocked she is that something like this has I happened. I must be a magician's dream. <laughs> you, you are. It's such an easy sell. You'll get magicians queuing up to try their tricks out on me now. <laughs> well, I know, exactly that. Um, but it, it, it was a, a pure delight <laughs> moment. And, uh, you know, it was fantastic. So if we ever get to the point of doing a YouTube video, um, then we'll, 
then we'll release that. He's going to get people doing magic tricks on me. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Get you describing plots of films and people doing magic. I can do magic too. Look at me make this disappear. (laughs) I see. (laughs) Well done, dear. Well done. Pure magic. I know, right? So um, in terms of um, what's coming up and what happens next for us and what we've got on the card. So as I said, we're going to London Mm. this weekend. Uh, we've got Australia on the cards. We've got VA on the cards mm. coming up on the 13th. Um, we've also had um, a little bit of a thing happening in your work. Oh, yeah. So there's been some rumours swirling around. Yeah, I've had a, I've had a shitty 24 hours. <laughs> you, 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 you have indeed. And I think we won't talk about it on this, this episode. I think we need a little bit of time to digest it and figure out how we're going to handle it. But one of the things that's happened is Mrs H came home from work yesterday and um, she was pretty quiet, um, more than normal. And um, well, you knew something was wrong. I did. I, I, I have a sick sense. And I did my usual sense. skirting around. And they're going to talk about anything that I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you sound like Cartman. Me well, neither. Because I didn't then. Maybe I just do and I don't realise it. I did whatever I want. So, um, and you came home and you were very upset, clearly, without saying anything. And it transpired that people have been um, talking about you being in the lifestyle at work. I mean, trash talking me. Yeah. yeah. Well, not really trash talking because it's true. <laughs> yes. So, and I think this is one of the things that we, we've always been aware that may happen. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if we were on YouTube, it's a whole lot easier to see us. But I think it's it's that level of control. And what we've been talking about is whether we tackle it, whether we stand up to it and confront it full on. Do we ignore it? Do we um, mm. answer questions if we're asked? Do we say, oh, you're interested well, we we heard about this great podcast that's in the UK. Um, it's called Sharing is Caring, and you can listen to that one. Or, or this other one um, that, that we've got that you can listen to. So, yeah. um, and I think we're, we're still working out how that's going to affect us and what, what that really means. I don't think it, that, that your job is really on the line by it. But I, I do wonder, you know, about your work I think we just need to figure out what to do next. Mm. Yeah. And I think going into this lifestyle, we've always long held the belief that at some point, you know, if you you shit on your own doorstep, eventually something might happen. Well, but equally, we, you know, nobody likes to be talked about. No, well, you don't especially. And I think um, I don't mind as long as someone's talking about it. But you, yeah, but you kind of want there to be, um, you just don't want it to be made up rubbish and people to jump to bad assumptions well the other thing is that people don't necessarily understand the lifestyle and and how it works and why people do it and you know one of the one of my suggestions to you was that you actually go in and bore them to death about how wonderfully in love we are and how our communication is so much better and how it's um enhanced our love life and and how we can't wait to get home to each other and how we talk endlessly about how <laughs> how we go on adventures and all this stuff, and eventually mm. someone will fall asleep or, or or walk into a middle of a road. <laughs> so uh, you know, there's all sorts of things we can do about it. But I think what we wanted to do is is um, mention it to to you, gentle listener. Uh, we've put it on Twitter as well. Um, and if you've got thoughts, if you've got stories about how you've handled similar situations, yeah. um, drop I'd us a love line. To hear them. Yeah, it'd be really nice to to hear from you. Um, drop us an email, send us an audio file if you want. You could do that. We'll even play it. If it's if it's all right and, mm. and um, bedhopper friendly, and um, you know, send us a tweet and you know, we're, we're bedhoppers suck <laughs> uh, 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 on Twitter, <laughs> bedhoppers suck at gmail dot com. That's really stuck with you, isn't it? <laughs> it really has. And uh, we're, we're bedhoppers on on fabswingers dot com. So you know, please get in touch. Um, we'd really love to hear hear your stories or your thoughts. So if you've got some advice for us. Um, and, and would would like to offer that to us we we, we would really welcome it well especially while we're going through this if you've got a story that that's ha- where it's happened to you mm. um please let us know and, and and you know especially if you can share it with other people it'd be great to to put that out there because we think this is something that happens to a lot of you people know, what's really struck me in the last 24 hours since you <clears throat> since you put this out there was my huge cock brilliant <laughs> <laughs> slapping on your forehead <laughs> Well, you know, you've ruined what was going to be a really... Poignant deep, moment? T- poignant moment then. Okay, sorry. I was actually going to let me, say... Let me withdraw my cock. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say, I'm really, really touched by the amount of kind of outpouring of support and 
community love we get from the friends that we've met in the lifestyle. Yeah, totally. I am constantly blown away by just how much, and I, I'm not being panorific, by how much people come together. In times like this, with adversity, when people just give you, like, I don't know, they share their stories with you and they share their kind of learnings and what can you what can you kind of do as a community to get through something? Mm. It's lovely. It's uh, People have been fantastic and amazing mm-hmm. as ever. Um, and, you know, if you want to get in touch, please do. And if you've gone through it yourself um, and people already have been in touch about mm-hmm. this sort of stuff and told us about it, it, it's been really, really helpful to us to, to help our discussions. And we're, we're incredibly fortunate to have such wonderful listeners and friends who have been able to, to do that so far. So anyway, please, please send us the deets and the information. That would be mm. fantastic. Um, get in touch if you've got any uh, anything else you want to send us. Yeah, like I mean, not obviously friend the codes. Pokemon friends would really yeah. cheer me up right now. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. Through these dark times. <laughs> I was alone. And the only thing that could have... That kept me going me was that was... little Pikachu light. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyway. okay. So <laughs> a couple of days and... Although a couple of days in the past and we're off to London. We are. So we'll do that and we'll tell you all about that and, and the guests, what we had staying here, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Yep. And uh, we'll also talk about this wonderful uh, rumour mill situation that we're mm. going to tackle. Yes. So, Mrs. H, do that funky thing, Mrs. <laughs> H. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. <laughs> This is the end bit where we do some funny stuff. All right. Got any funny stuff? No. Oh, this is awkward, this. Really, really awkward. Really? You've got nothing at all? Uh, well, according to you, everything I do is funny without meaning to be funny. Oh, that's a good thing, actually. What? I can reveal what you said on oh, and that I noted down. God, you wrote all this stuff down. Yes, I wrote another an additional two. So I think the mm-hmm. first one was, uh, Mrs H said to me, Hey, uh, that woman looks like uh, the woman from Richard and Judy. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what, Judy? Yeah. And you said, yes. That made perfect sense did I, Or did I say that last week? I can't remember if I said that last week. No, probably not. I probably did. Yeah. I, it's, it was... It was, it was so funny you're going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. Uh-huh. And then you also, told, you also said to me out loud that uh, there's no way that my balls would have chafed your mouth. <laughs> I did say that. I think I might have been overly tired when I said this. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. So I, I, I don't even know if we've shared this already on the podcast. <laughs> but, but rest assured, I enjoyed it so much that I would share it again uh, this time and next time. So definitely going to do that. Brilliant. You can tune in again uh, and, and hear the stupid things I say. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to Friday, actually, because I think there's going to be some corkers. <gasps> you think I'm going to say some things i think you're gonna say a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> i'm gonna have my notepad out permanently he's gonna strap some dash cam to your head or something i am i'm gonna walk around with like a gopro on my head just recording anything that you say it's gonna be amazing oh thank you i'm glad i entertain you <laughs> <laughs>